The Medical Alley podcast is brought to you by MentorMate. Custom software needs vary significantly, whether you're powering a medical device, overhauling your backend architecture, or reimagining your patient experience, MentorMate can help. Harnessing the technical excellence of Bulgaria, MentorMate provides end-to-end software services in all sectors of healthcare. With deep expertise in design, development, cloud, and software support, MentorMate helps healthcare clients administer world-class care through technology. Learn more at MentorMate.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Medical Alley podcast. My name is Bobby Patrick, and I'm the Vice President of Strategic Growth and Policy for the Medical Alley Association. And today, I have the honor of talking to John Naylor, the President and Chief Executive Officer of Medica, to learn more about their work to improve diversity, equity, and inclusion within their own company and in the communities they operate in. Welcome, John, and thanks for being here. Thanks, Bobby, and thanks for having me on your show. Great. So let's let's jump right in, and and maybe you can just give everyone an overview of what Medica is and what it what it does. So Medica is a nonprofit health insurance company that's been based in Minnesota for almost fifty years. We serve nearly a million members in nine states throughout the heartland. Our team's focus is on our mission, and we live our values each and every day with every interaction with those in our community. Um, To set the context, Bobby, our mission is to be the trusted health plan of choice. So we think about that, we call that TPOC, trusted health plan of choice and the H is silent. All employees at Medica know what TPOC is and they know what they need to do in their daily lives to build trust with those in our community. And so again, we're very focused on as a nonprofit health insurance company, serving our communities and being the trusted health plan of choice. Great. And building that trust in the community is, is one of the reasons Medica has been in the news lately. But, you know, before we, before we get into that, you know, let's start with, you know, for many in Medical Alley and around the country, the, the murder of George Floyd was a wake-up call to the racial injustices occurring every day in our nation, in our state, and around, uh, and brought these to light no matter where you lived or worked. Even for those passionate about DEI, this served as a major call to action. For employers and their their employees were a significant source of support and ideas on how they could take action on this issue. And so, John, what were you hearing from your employees following the George Floyd murder and its aftermath? Yeah, Bobby, like most Americans, our employees were appalled, concerned, saddened, angry, frustrated. They were really looking for ways to process what had just happened. So last summer, our senior leadership team held numerous listening sessions across the company. Our employees attended sessions where they were safe to share their feelings. I tell you what, it was really powerful, and we had productive, honest, and passionate conversations around DEI topics. Team members shared very personal experiences and emotions. Others got to hear, in many cases, probably for the first time in their life, what it was like to be a person of color and have experiences and reactions that were very different from what they as white Americans had experienced. These discussions were powerful and have brought us a more informed common understanding. What also came through Bobby was a feeling of hope, hope in how the broader community came together to clean up after the damage from the riots. There was also a strong desire to take accountability around DEI and make a difference. Employees wanted to be more involved and we facilitated many ways for them to get involved. That's great. So, you know, 
you know, the general employees certainly sound like they, they were really motivated and that, you know, Medica stepped up to, to be able to help them and, and, and move forward there. You know, what were the discussions like among your leadership team and, and how did that translate into action within, within the company and then in the community? Yes, unfortunately, the tragic death of George Floyd was a wake-up call. Um, we took a hard look as a leadership team at ourselves and what Medica was doing as an organization. We asked ourselves if we were really making a difference in a commitment to DEI or just checking the box. And we concluded that while our efforts thus far have been meaningful, they were falling far short. So we needed to do more internally, and we needed to really start listening and learning more about the diverse communities we had the privilege to serve. So it was really a call to action. And so, you know, looking at that call to action and, you know, having that flow through your leadership team and your employees, how did you approach aligning everyone around this, around this renewed commitment? You know, successful DEI initiatives require the entire organization to be headed the same direction. So how did you approach that? Yeah, Bobby, I agree that the entire organization needs to be aligned. And I believe that alignment starts at the top. Um, I personally volunteer with the Itasca Project. It's an organization locally that finds solutions to support regional economic vitality, quality of life, and prosperity for all. I also serve on the board of the YMCA of the North, which has a commitment to families and youth in our communities. And on behalf of Medica, I personally am privileged to be involved with a national movement called CEO Action for Diversity and Inclusion. That's where I've committed to ensure that Medica is a workplace that encourages complex and sometimes difficult conversations about diversity and inclusion. Uh, But more importantly, as you alluded to, we've got to engage the entire organization. Um, And last year we formed a health equity work group. Uh, This is a group across the entire organization at Medica. And our guiding principle is that social determinants of health are real and affect all communities, um, especially the economically disadvantaged. And so one of the things we're doing across Medica is with this group, we're focusing on four areas of opportunity and making distinct commitments to the four areas, which are leadership and decision-making, access and outcomes, data practices and policies and procedures. So we're really reviewing everything we do through an equity lens. Um, These are also aligned with our DEI roadmap. So one of the things we've done across the organization is we've created a DEI roadmap, which is aligned through four phases that we're going through right now as an organization. First is building awareness. Second is cultivating understanding. Three is gaining support and transformation. And four is the way we do business. So taking all of that and putting it into action. And each of these phases have a myriad of projects and activities that are currently underway at Medica to make sure we're living our commitment across the organization to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Great. And, you know, uh, thinking about, you know, the the last part of your answer there, you know, cultivating understanding and the way that you do business, you know, a significant piece of this, of the renewed commitment from Medica was, was hiring your first DEI director this past October. And you you hired a, a man named Alex Tittle. You know, what were you looking for in this role and what stood out about him as you were evaluating the right fit for that position? Yeah, let me go back maybe to what we look for as we're hiring executives at Medica. Um, In any professional role, we're looking for companies of teamwork, collaboration, and a commitment to our communities. Um, And then looking at the specific skills for the given role. And when we were searching for the, the director of diversity, equity, and inclusion, We really wanted an experienced individual with a proven track record of designing programs and solutions, not just internally, 
but then also taking those and implementing them in the community. And Alex, who was just a, a blessing to us because he has that experience. He's successfully done both of those internally and externally in his former roles in state, county, private and nonprofit arenas. So uh, for those of you that get a chance to meet Alex, he's also incredibly collaborative, teamwork oriented and, and committed to our community. That's excellent. And, you know, the commitment to the community is, is certainly one piece that is sort of weaving its way, you know, at, through this conversation, which, which is, which is great. And, and we'll get, we'll get back to, you know, Medica's, Medica's commitment in the community. And so let's talk a little bit more about some of the internal initiatives that Medica has launched on DEI and how, how you're integrating those into the ongoing operations of the company. Yeah, it's important, uh, Bobby, that we start internally before we look externally. And first and foremost, what we've been doing is we've enhanced our talent acquisition strategies to ensure that the candidates that we're getting reflect the diverse populations that we're proud to serve. So last year, we established guidelines for each stage of the hiring process to increase diversity at all levels and areas across the organization. And this included identification of new sources to recruit diverse candidates. Uh, since we're here in Minnesota, one of the analogies I used was a fishing analogy when we first started doing this. And it was, if you want to find a different kind of fish than is in the pond you're, you're fishing in, or I in Minnesota, the lake you're fishing in, you got to go to a different lake. And so our talent acquisition, acquisition team joined several organizations and associations that are focused on building a network of diverse candidates. We've developed intentional strategies for hiring training, retaining, and promoting diverse candidates. Uh, other things we've done, Bobby, is we've also expanded our partnership with state workforce agencies, local colleges, high schools, and community-based organizations that serve diverse populations. A couple of specifics I'd like to call out are, are relationships with Genesis Works and Cristo Ray. These are two organizations in the Twin Cities that focus on students in the diverse communities, and we're proud to partner with both of those. Um, and then for our employees, another example is offering monthly speaking series on DEI topics, as well as we offer unconscious bias training for all employees where participants explore how to become more aware of our own personal unconscious bias, and more importantly, practical techniques for acting more consciously and making objective decisions. So as you can see, there's a lot we're doing internally to really address uh, the needs in diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah, that's great. And Certainly, those are those are excellent examples, and, and goes really into the community and building the next generation of talent, and as well as as within your your existing workforce. So, what what metrics are you usually using to gauge process or progress on these, and how are you communicating the success or shortcomings to your employees and then to the community? Yeah. So one of the focuses that Alex has brought to us is our commitment to transparency. Um, so we are actually in the process of developing detailed scorecards that show our progress um, around talent acquisition, again, promotion, retention, and development of diverse candidates. Um, we believe that transparency is very important, and we'll be sharing these DEI scorecards with managers at every level to show how each department plays a vital role in Medica achieving our overall objectives. Um, we will continue our commitment to be open and honest about our journey and our challenges, um, and to be challenging ourselves to be better, be better leaders, providers, and demonstrate to the community why we are the trusted health plan of choice. So th that's a nice segue into uh, the, the, the reason that Medica has been in the news lately 
uh, through its commitment to the community in St. Paul. And so Medica has invested a significant amount of money in a new facility in the Midway area of St. Paul. So maybe give us a little background on that and tell us, you know, why Midway? Yeah, it's a great question, Bobby. As, as I listen to community leaders talk about the needs in the community, it was, that's uh, great, Medicaid, you've done all these things to help us right after the riots and, and the resources and, and, and volunteering that you provide, but we need a long-term economic solution. And so our leadership team um, thought hard about what can we do to really make a difference? And an idea that, that, that we came up with and that we pursued was to actually create jobs in a community of need. And so we were very purposeful about selecting a location in a diverse urban setting that was accessible by public transportation and in a community where we really wanted to make a difference. And so with the help of Greater MSP, we looked at, at dozens of locations across the Twin Cities, and we were fortunate to find the space with the Wilder Foundation that fit all of our criteria so we also have a great relationship with the Wilder Foundation and look forward to partnering with them on helping tackle some of the economic and equity issues in the communities around the Midway District. That's great. And so your commitment to growing the economy of, of the area in which you're investing is, is excellent. And so as you're developing that facility and, and outfitting it and building it, you're applying this commitment to DEI through that process. So, how did you go about doing that? Yeah, we actually did um, many things differently than our usual approach to opening a new office. Um, we first met with community leaders and those that could help educate us on the needs of the community, and how to understand what underemployment and poverty mean in, in a neighborhood. Um, we spent and continue to spend a lot of time listening and learning about the specific needs of that community. Um, we're leveraging these learnings to, to help Medica, not only in this community, but just as we become better and serve all communities. But specifically to this project, one of the other things we did differently is we required that majority of the subcontractors be from the community itself. So we we're not only able to eventually give jobs to folks that are working at Medica, but we we're able to help the community by ensuring that the folks working on our build out were from the community. And so as this moves forward and it opens and, you know, we get through the hopefully soon the end of the COVID pandemic, what are you hoping the impact of this facility will have on the community in the short term? And then, you know, looking out a few years as well. Yeah, Bobby, we, we certainly hope to make an impact on the lives of those that we're fortunate to hire as employees and who work at the Midway location by providing them career opportunities you know, these are primary, primarily call center jobs, but it's worth noting that more than one third of employees hired for call center positions at Medica in the past five years have moved into roles that are bigger and deep in their professional experience. In fact, eight current leaders at Medica began their careers as a call center representative. But beyond the employees that we hire and the impact on their families, we also hope that the impact of opening an office in this community will help shops, stores, and other businesses thrive in that community, thereby leveraging the impact, not beyond the employees and their families, but to the entire community. And then coupling that with our relationship with Wilder Foundation, working with them to implement programs and in the community to help more people as we're there being part of the community. That's excellent. And that, and that area is, a, is really rich in tradition and in and, and, and different uh, cultures. And so, you know, the career growth that the Medica investment is going to allow 
for for people who come to work there and the, the opportunity to to rise through the ranks and see other people who have done that is is certainly something that is an additional benefit to to what you're doing. So we really appreciate that. And it's great to hear about that investment in, in St. Paul. As you mentioned at the beginning, Medica is operating in several states. And so how are you approaching these community-based DEI initiatives in your other states? Thanks, Bobby, for asking. Uh, right now, we're very focused on making sure the Midway launch uh, goes well. We've hired over 45 employees that are currently working uh, out of our Midway office, although they're working virtually. But to your question, uh, we believe we're learning a lot about the communities we serve, and that'll uh, um, play out in a number of ways we're interacting with, interacting with the communities. But the other thing is we are looking at, at other markets. So as we learn from Midway, uh, especially now in the virtual world, what can we do in other communities in terms of creating jobs and providing more economic development? And so more to come from Medic on that, but right now our focus is really on our Midway location. That's great. And, you know, I think, you know, as the Midway location gets set up and running and we get a little bit further down the line, we'll, we'll swing back around and, and maybe talk to you about, you know, what, what, what you've learned about the success of that space and then how you're applying it elsewhere. So we're looking forward to continuing that conversation with you. So, you know, no approach is going to work perfectly or achieve everything that is desired. And, you know, what we learn along the way and applying those lessons to future action, you know, as you just noted, is just as critical as taking action in the first place. So, you know, where do you see Medica's DEI efforts in one year, in five years? And, and what are you hoping the, the overall impact or legacy will be of those efforts? Yeah, Medica will definitely be in a better place in the coming years. Um, a phrase I have been using to describe my personal journey, and is one that also applies to the company as a whole, is taking awareness to action. I think we are all aware of the inequities that exist, and now it's time to take action. The initiatives that we are putting in place at Medica will certainly make a difference at Medica, but our goal is to make a difference in the communities we serve. And as many community leaders have told me, John, this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And so Medica has listened, and our commitment is to run this marathon alongside our neighbors and continue to make progress for years to come. The intentionality of our work in the DEI space will definitely generate results. We will ensure that we are strong internally to be able to serve externally. We will ensure that we provide a safe, secure space for our employees to get involved in the transformation, not only of our organization, but of the communities in which they live and serve. So I think, Bobby, there's multiple prongs to this question. Um, the issue is deep and wide, and we need to be there and really take awareness to action, start internally, but quickly get to external uh, impact. Yeah, and the analogy that you, you made about the sprint or the marathon is, is very accurate. And it's, you know, it's, it's critical that you know, the companies throughout the country and the world commit to, uh, to running that marathon. And so you know, organizations throughout Medical Alley are, are working on similar initiatives. And you know, as they're going on this journey, oftentimes a similar journey to Medica, uh, and companies of varying sizes, you know, startups all the way to, to, to really large multinational companies. You know, what advice would you give to other Medical Alley leaders as they continue to organize and then evaluate their internal DEI initiatives 
but also their efforts within the community. Yeah, I guess the bottom line, Bobby, is everybody can make a difference. As we look at DEI initiatives, my view is that they need to be intentional and organizations need to acknowledge there needs to be a personal and organizational commitment to this marathon, as we just talked about. Uh, Each person has a sphere of influence. And as leaders uh, in our companies and our communities, that sphere can be meaningful. And the challenge to all of my peers is that we need to look at our sphere of influence and make a difference. Each person and each organization must move from awareness to action to really make the changes that are needed. That's no more, there's no more sitting on the sidelines. Uh, You really need to get in the game and to join your organization, your community in this marathon. Again, we each can make a difference. Thanks for that. And, And we certainly in Medical Alley are fortunate to have an organization like Medica that is committed to turning awareness into action and, and bringing that intentionality within its, within its whole organization and within the community in, in, in such a big way in such a short period of time. And, uh, you, know, we, you know, we appreciate it and, and the community will certainly benefit from it. So um, thank you for that. And, and thank you for joining us today, John. It was, it was great to talk to you and, and we appreciate you sharing a little bit about, you know, what Medica is doing in the space. Bobby, thanks for having me. Medica is proud to serve our community. And uh, thanks for the opportunity to share this with your Medical Alley audience. Thanks again. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. We appreciate it and uh, look forward to joining you again for another Medical Alley podcast in the future. Thanks. Thanks.